Good morning. It's Shannon with Giorgio um, from Giorgio Says podcast today. It is the debut episode of Everything's Hunky Dory, um, take two, because obviously we had some technical difficulties last week, but that's okay. Um, everybody say hi to Giorgio. Hi, guys. Um, Giorgio, tell us a little bit about your yourself, your platform, where we can find you. Yeah, so um, currently I have uh, my podcast, which is streaming on all platforms where you get your podcasts and then I have a TikTok at Giorgio Says where I bring the latest in all the Bravo Liberty uh, tea gossip updates you know episode recaps all the housewife shows etc so that's where you can find me and life advice (laughs) (laughs) I love your best life um so it's at Giorgio Says uh you can find on Instagram TikTok uh, Giorgio and I have actually been friends for like 20 years almost now. Um, so it's really exciting to have you on as the first person. Yes, I'm very uh, excited for this. You're, you're a little deeper into the game than I am, obviously. Uh, so, but let's dive right into it. Um, I actually was just reading on my phone. Uh, it's, I found it on the, bra- at the underscore Bravo underscore chicks on Instagram. Um, did you see the new article from the reality blur? No, I actually saw something. They interviewed that Kimberly Archie, the former employee turned victim of Tom Girardi. She did. Is that the one that worked at the law firm? Yeah. She was on Heather McDonald's podcast, the juicy scoop. Um, and it was, so she, basically was detailing um, the car accident, why victims might not benefit from suing Erica Jane for the 25 million. And actually reading it made a ton of sense because, you know, like I have some legal background, uh, not a lot. I worked in a law firm for a little while, but um, I noticed on there something really important, how she breaks down the fact that how do you get blood out of a turnip? Like, does Erica Jane even have $25 million? She's hemorrhaging legal funds right now. And I, in no way, shape or form, feel fucking sorry for her either. Well, yeah, Um, no. Like, girl. But she, I mean, that is a good question. She doesn't, how does she get that back? Yeah. And then also, um, so she's saying the only thing I felt like you know, asking Erica to pay the money back is, quote, it created evidence for uh, perhaps them claiming that they weren't, excuse me, that they weren't claiming loans that were loans on their taxes. So like, and then she goes into saying that, so for me, it gives a flag to the IRS and now the IRS is going to come in. And obviously the IRS comes before the victims because Uncle Sam comes before anybody. That's Uncle so Sam true. Is, uh, Uncle Sam so is basic, So basically they're that. saying the IRS is going to eat up. So basically she's saying, she plays devil's advocate and says, so let's say they collect the 25 million from Erica. That's the part I don't see happening, but let's say they do. Well, 40 to 45% of that, depending on when they collect it, goes to Ronald Richards. 
the like Twitter lawyer who is like yes. living for this tea as much as we are. I feel I I feel he is like this is his time to shine in his career. Like maybe he's like an undercover reality TV show junkie and he's been waiting for this moment his whole life. So, but he's also to me stage five clinger creeper vibes. Not into him, but so yeah, uh, forty to forty-five percent would go to Ronald Richards. Five percent plus hourly fees goes to the trustee attorney, and then the IRS, and then the legal tenders um, would have twenty-eight million in loans just from like legal bills and stuff like that. I guess so. What? So then that doesn't sound like the victims get anything from that. From yeah. that. Basically, they're just just suing her basically so that Ronald Richards can give 40% of that and the IRS can take the rest of what they are owed. Well, it would kind of pose the question and to play devil's advocate myself a little bit. Since Ronald Richards is as pressed as he is, you know, and as we all are on these victims getting their money, Mm -hmm. would this be a pro bono situation? If you got your 45%, would you divvy that up to the victims? Probably not. Exactly. So then he might need to cool it on, you know, being this like, I'm the real Tom Girardi from Aaron Brockovich hero. Like I'm really for the little guy because I can guarantee you if, if that does play out the way that, you know, she's, assuming and she worked with him for like over a decade right like she yeah so she would know so she knows what she's talking about yeah for sure Juris doctorate but if you work in a law firm you end up learning an insane amount of stuff so I trust what she's saying and I feel like Ronald Richards should be ready to face that heat if it comes because it would you know I would be asking, like, okay, so you were out here caping for victims. Are you going to give them the money and do this pro bono? Because did you say it was forty five percent? She said forty to forty five percent. Okay, well, let's just be on the conservative side and say twenty five million minus. I'm going to say forty percent. Yeah, that's ten million dollars that Ronald Richards would get from this. Exactly. So give a million or like a half a million to as many of the most desperate or not, I hate to say deserving, but you understand what I mean. I think, you know, I, I don't know. I just thought that that was. But you know what though, this is making me play a little bit devil's advocate for Erica then, because maybe she knew this all along and just saw that he was that's maybe that's why she's trying to get him off because she just sees that he's just trying to use it to but like I don't know he's Ronald Richards is kind of like he was okay for a while he was giving us all the information you know and we wanted that obviously but now he's taking it to a place where he's seemingly wanting to be a part of the narrative somehow so like he's causing feuds so like now he's feuding with zach i and, saw that no and it's just like that. tweet after tweet and dms and it's just like creepy. basically coming for this, it's this, this guy and it's like 
what are you doing? Like, exactly. you're supposed to be like working on this. Why are you in a Twitter feed I, with I, a blogger? Like, it's, no, but I it's just, it's so crazy to me. And now hearing this, it's just, it makes me wonder like, what is his real, his intent is just like, he just wants to be a part of the narrative and cash out. Which makes, I mean, it, it does, it just makes him greedy at that point which, I mean, we all want to get paid, but you can't cape for victims. And then in the event that he does get 40 to 45%, like they're predicting. But isn't that a lot for a lawyer to get out no, of a bankruptcy not, case? No, It's no, not? I don't, from, from what, I didn't work for a bankruptcy attorney when I worked for an attorney's office. Um, but from what I understand, just based on the discovery, like the, the stuff that they're going to be working on. That's, that's my understanding of it. I'm not a legal expert. I just know a little bit about it. I think that would be fair for him to receive as the trustee, because he's been doing all this. I mean, I hope he's not like billing these tweets to his like billable hours. <laughs> Cause it's, I mean, while I enjoy the insider tea, but you said something a second ago about, um, you know, did Erica know this all along? And I'm sure you saw her tweet about, well, then maybe Tom's mistresses should be held responsible, which is bullshit. Well, she's pulling at anything that she can. Girl, that is a reach. I hope she stretched before that reach because that was like really all the way touch your toes, like forehead to your kneecaps. No, I think the mistress thing was something that happened probably a long time ago. And I think it just was made to be a distraction in this whole situation, because I think she needs something. She needs something as a reason for like it being the final straw of why she left, because everyone's just been assuming that this whole thing's been a sham and that there was an understanding. But then, you know, I heard... I heard Sutton quickly in the last episode, she did say something where it was like, something to the effect of like, Tom basically knew everything was go going to come crumbling down and basically said, listen, the, yeah. it's been a nice ride, but you've got to like, you've got to go. So yeah. take what it's you got to take and you. just go fend for your, like basically good luck. Take these and I kind of feel I kind of feel like that's what happened yeah I no, think I, there was a little bit of a warning you know so that she could get because I mean again at this point she's got her own money that she's making so it's not yeah. like whatever but it makes it makes a little bit more sense with the moving truck being ready and the and solidifying the rental of the house like all these things took time but like if you were done all of a sudden it would just it just seems so quick is what I'm saying. And so it didn't seem like there's, that makes sense now because it's like, well, okay, fine. She may not have known everything that was going on, but, but he may have just been like, look, there's, there's some stuff. It's really just messy. Just down, pack your bags, don't say a word and get gone. And, and I, I think that because- I think, like, Sorry, I think their lawyers really did kind of yeah, give her like a story said, to follow. 100. And probably- I think they kind of scared her and was like, listen, you either follow along or you're going down because if you, if you get, cause I can just see that being the case. He's, yeah. 
he's he's got full control of everything now my issue though is with this whole 25 million that's supposed to be going back to the victims but it's not seeming like that's what's gonna happen here i mean i hope it i hope that obviously it doesn't look like there's enough slices of cake to go around the whole table no but i hope that ultimately at least the, like the kids who were left without parents and stuff, you know what I mean? Like that, I feel like that would be that if like I was divvying up money, that would be my number one or like the mothers who were left, you know, like if they with were children. Working, yeah. Like with kids and stuff to take care of, that would be first on my priority list. But I, I just, I don't know. I think Sutton was because, especially because Sutton went through a, high profile divorce and by high profile I mean high money you know yeah, it's like very expensive as somebody who has gone through a legal process like that before girl those bills are not a joke okay so I can only imagine if you're divorcing a hedge fund manager like Sutton did that her divorce probably cost her over a million dollars so she's been, cause she wasn't hiring some like bus stop lawyer or like some billboard lawyer that you see on the highway. She wasn't like, oh, let me oh, no, you have to get like, <laughs> Yeah, no, you need like a, like a entertainment tonight type lawyer. Yeah, thank for the, like, you. Daughter. Like you need some like Sean, um, Lindsay Lohan's lawyer. What was her name? Sean. Oh, um, um, what? God, oh, she was God. good. She was the best. Sean or Sean Holly. I don't know. Either way. Badass lawyer. You need somebody like that. You're not getting anybody off a bus stop. So I think Sutton has gone through enough of the legal process to where the fact that both Erica and Tom's story match like entirely, cahoots, honey. Like, <laughs> but I see that. Like, and I don't think it's it because all. they're speaking to each other. I think it's the lawyers are just coaching her on what the like the updated story is, so that because, yeah, I mean how is it that you guys have the same exact story but you've been gone right and you and you don't know about things until they hit the press and you know like well then but how the hell did you absolutely knows at this stage in the game you're you have a you have some sort of manager you have some sort of person out oh, there buddy. that's pulling for you especially right now there's no right. way in hell she didn't know that la times article was coming out well, I mean, like, it was long as shit, though. Like, for real. I did. I, I Kyle Richards, the article. I was like, oh, I read, like, a paragraph, paragraph skipped. Like, kind of brow. I basically browsed it in its entirety, but, like, in-depth reading. I didn't do the entire thing because it was, like, stupid long and kind of repetitive. But she definitely knows about stuff like that. Just, like, she's had a bank card and she's visited a bank and... All this other shit, girl. You want to tell me you don't have a debit card, but you have fourteen million in fucking Amex bills? But that see, but that's the thing though that I do see as part of the thing. I think Tom had it set up where she did just have a credit card. Oh, and I don't think that, she was like, logging into she Amex because you could tell like she charged like stupid shit on it. Like normal people wouldn't put like Postmates on a black Amex. Like you'd put it on like a normal credit card. Especially, <laughs> like, right. 
she you know what I mean like she clearly didn't have and I get that I'm not but like what I was looking for in that in that part of the narrative was you know what Tom was very strict about the finances he didn't let me anywhere near them I was only able to use my Amex card and if I needed cash he would give me cash but like outside of that I don't know like and, do not know and that would have been fine but then oh we just like, well, I've never been in a bank Girl. or had a debit what's a pin like it, to me it just what it's a three-digit code but it's like you didn't grow up like this you didn't grow up like this you no. grew up like yes not in like the debit card era but like you went into banks you she worked at a gentleman's club she was having dollar you know what it is to go into and deposit and she just started to make it <sighs> she stretched it a little bit too far in that moment and that's when I was just like I feel okay. like like you're looking these... like a dumb like naive I've never left the house type person and it's clear that you've traveled she's taken every story Giorgio and just stretched it just like a little too thin. Like, had Tom's car accident story just stopped it. Tom broke his ankle, not, I couldn't find him for 12 hours, or he was unconscious for 12 hours. I couldn't find him, he fell down a cliff. Like, girl, what? Like that, too much, too much of a stretch. If she had, if she had reacted the way that she reacted to Sutton about talking about Tom, you know, sleeping with all these other women for X amount of years and been like, like Garcelle said, fuck Tom. That was Erica's opportunity to like join, you know, like, you know how yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're like in a bad, like breakup situation and like one of your friends says like, fuck that person. You're like, you ride on the energy. You know what I'm saying? So that was Erica's opportunity to be like, you know what? You're right, Garcelle, fuck him. Like he didn't, you know, he didn't do what was right, X, Y, Z. He fucked me, he fucked the victims. But instead, it's just, look at my life. Uh, look at my life. Like, bitch. That to me, as much as it's like, okay, it's good for the show, I just, I take a step back and I'm like, but look at your life, like you're not. You are at Kathy not- Hilton's house, getting served caviar pie by a butler wearing white gloves. Look at your life. This is what, that's like my wet dream right there. Like, can I go to Kathy Hilton's house and have, I don't even like caviar that much. I would eat it from Kathy Hilton's house though, from a butler with white gloves on. And I wouldn't complain if, even if I didn't like it. Look at your life, Erica. Yeah. First of all, that's my point. It's like, you're you're also on a TV show. Yeah. And everybody's looking and her lawyers have to be watching this, just like face palming the shit out of themselves. Let me, I want to see the the full dinner footage from Kathy Hilton's well, dinner because you know they're all sitting there watching it right now. Did you, I, oh, I, uh, 100%. Did you see um, Faces by Bravo on Instagram? They posted something that I had missed when the episode aired last week. But when Erica was saying, walk in my shoes, Kathy said in the background, try walking in Sutton's shoes. And Kathy even confirmed that that's exactly, because everybody in the comments was like, no, she's saying try walking in someone else's shoes. Kathy came through with the DMs. She said, girl, no. I said, 
Sutton's shoes. And then she even went on to clarify in somebody else's post, I can't pull it right now from my memory, but she just said, Sutton is a very good friend of mine. Like she is out here, like really affirming that she and Sutton are good friends. But if you notice whenever Kathy and Kyle are doing their like after show filming and they start talking about Erica, Kathy's like, well, because she's not going to do that because she really is. And that's why I, I'm like, because so I talk, I, I posted about that on TikTok because people kept coming into, into the comments and being like, no, she said in someone's shoes. And I'm like, no, she just confirmed that that's what she said, because I think she was trying to, people are trying to say that it was just like, she didn't remember her name. No, she does. She knows she's not a ditz. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. know she's being funny and she's getting a good edit and all that stuff, but like, she's, she's very smart. And I think she, Kathy knows more than what she's letting on in the moment. And I think that's oh, why a lot of times smart. you see her with her head down when they're going into stuff with her, mm-hmm. like throughout mm-hmm. the dinner. And when she is there, she's kind of stoic faced. She's not really giving you like a, a head I mean- nod either way. I kind of feel like part of the stoic face <laughs> was due to her like little table setup, having Erica, dead center, Garcelle, Sutton. Perfect seating, lived for every second of it because it gave Garcelle and Dorit, you know, direct eye contact as well, which is needed because mm-hmm. Dorit's getting off easy, I feel like. Like, I feel like Garcelle reacting the way she did at Rina's launch party was, well, it was warranted for one, but um, it, I, I just, I dislike how Dorit kind of just like flies under the radar with her bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Which granted, like this season, she's getting a get out of jail free card because everybody's focusing so much on Erica Jane. But I feel like Dorit is just somebody like with the, you know, the tone deaf comment about, you know, her house staff being, you know, like trying to make that like relevant to her children, Mm -hmm. having cultural experiences, you know, outside of their own. Um, That was dumb, but she, you know, skated pretty easily through Mm -hmm. that one because everybody, again, focused on Erica but the bully bullshit, like calling Garcelle a bully, I'm like, she's not bullying you. Garcelle says exactly to your face what the fuck she's thinking. Garcelle, if Garcelle says it behind your back, she'll be like, well, no. Like, this is what I had said. Like, and I said this also. Like, I, but she doesn't she, really even do that. She says it to the person in the in moment. The moment the at the time. That's why they, when they do the flashbacks, it's not like she was saying it to someone else about her. It was said to her but I mean it's yeah it's just it that part that I don't like the use of the word bully and I saw on um Queens by Bravo or did you see how they posted about notice how nobody or that Dorit didn't call Erica a bully which is dead ass Erica showed her teeth like a rabid dog she said or what the way your mom would if she's about to snatch her ass up out of the grocery store into the parking lot and let you know what the hell was the deal. Like, she was a rabid 
And the only reason that she's behaving that way, in my opinion, obviously not a doctor, but I feel like the narcissistic personality type shit she's got going on with, you know, her being the eternal victim and, oh my God, look at my life and all this stuff. But Sutton is creeping closer and closer to truths that Erica does not want uncovered. Mm -hmm. And she's not afraid to talk about it. And Erica has this whole thing. Like I can picture Erica at home, like Kevin McAllister at home alone with like a blueprint of like, okay, on this, like at this party, I'm going to talk about this and how Tom had fallen off the cliff. Okay. And then in this, anybody who deviates from the narrative that she weaves before anything is even a situation Mm -hmm. sets her into a tail, like immediate tailspin like because she's losing control and like when a narcissist loses control Mm -hmm. it's like they become enraged and they lash out and show their teeth and say ratchet shit like or what like who yeah you know so i but that was why she didn't ever stay on location with the girls anywhere she always left she always went back to a hotel she went to the bathroom isn't it went weird? to the bathroom after Sutton brought it up at the table quietly. Oh. She had to go text her lawyer, whoever, because she knew that, okay, they're going to start on me tonight. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to ask me and I don't know what I'm allowed to say. And that's what I think pissed her off a lot more is why are the women putting her in that position? Well, the women need to do a little bit of a memory recall when they were so worried about if Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville were scissoring last season because yeah but that's the only but that was honestly that was the only way that lisa would have a, a storyline though okay and i'm a i'm a renaissance honey so obviously i know it's kind of annoying though that she's being this she, way <laughs> i mean i look i'll defend renna as long as she's defendable a couple episodes ago even i couldn't defend some of the when she was just kind of being very silent on it and like we shouldn't really ask questions it's like well Rina you're like the queen of questions honey I think Uh, there's I think I do think there's something there with them not because she's hiding money or anything I mean more like there's some type of dirt that something Erica knows about at least there's something there okay. because she's not saying anything. She's only being positive when it I'm comes, not that she that shouldn't that. be if it's her friend, but I'm just saying like, there's, there's just a lot there and it's clear. Cause she's not saying much. I'm glad that you said that because I feel like Erica is the type of friend who in her mind, she is Regina George. Like she is the HBIC of the friends and what she'll do is kind of with each of her, you know, inferiors Mm -hmm. kind of gather like one really crisp piece of shit on them and back pocket it like something really damaging, like not something stupid, like girl, you got your nose done and you told everybody you didn't like nobody gives a shit like yeah like we're all out here fucking with our faces now okay so 
I feel like you're absolutely right. I think she knows something about Rena, like maybe something to do with Rena and Harry. You know, like maybe she yeah, really knows something like there, that. Like because sure. I, I feel because Rena is very, and this is one of the qualities I like about Rena, is her willingness to own it, like to open up though, really, and just kind of, and I think, and not so much on camera always, but I think in friendship settings, like in friendship roles, I mm. think that she's probably very comfortable around Erica because Erica is an intent, like we, we talked about it plenty of times, you and I, like in private, she's kind of intimidating. And I'm not usually, I feel like I would even be a little bit intimidated, just her presence, her husband at the time. Yeah. I could definitely see Brenna kind of dishing some sort of secret to Erica. And she knows that Erica has that in her back pocket and has probably shown her teeth to Rena and been like, if you don't keep your mouth shut, then we're going to have some problems with X, Y, Z. Rena's got a lot of other stuff going on, I think, too, because she's trying to get her daughters, you know, to like fame. And so she's got this pairing with um, there's a lot Chris right Jenner here. and Scott Disick and a getting lot. like Amelia in the press all the time so that she has a storyline for the show, which you know what I mean? Like it's all part of the like formula, and they're both cancers, so they both understand how to play both sides of it. That whole cast is basically cancer except for yeah. kyle except no sutton's a virgo and oh i know sutton's a virgo honey because her like virgo, the lead detective it, on the case it was shining like she was the actual virgo virgin like the symbol of virgo that was sutton last week with her detective shit i was i i lived for it but i think that oh and garcelle is i believe she's sagittarius mm-hmm um mm-hmm. so it's it's an interesting cast like astrology yeah, because dorita cancer too yeah their birthdays are all like within a day apart. of each other yeah like three i think rena July and Erica are two days apart and then dorit is like four days apart from them or i don't know something like that and kyle's but, a uh, capricorn yeah she's january something i can't remember um but i i read that you know, Erica right now is prepping for the reunion because they're filming this week. This Friday. Um, yeah, this Friday. And it's alleged that she's going to come after Kyle for the shit that Kyle was saying. Um, I love Kyle. I'm a Kyle stan. Kyle deserves it, though, because she really kind of was... Not that she, like, deserves to be, like, gone after, necessarily. She was, being, she was being fake about it. But she was really kind of like, that's not what you said, Sutton. And then it was like, well, that's not what you said either, Kyle. No <laughs> one said that. I wonder why they didn't say that back to her. Because she I was very vocal was as well. Just, I think Sutton was having a hard time reacting the way that she wanted to. Because yeah. I don't think anybody was expecting Erica to react the way that she reacted. Like I wasn't expecting, I've watched that episode like four times and just been like, like total mouth drop, like noticing different things. Like mm-hmm. every time, like 
the intensity in her eyes, like the way she's looking at Sutton is like the way that like a jaguar would look at like a baby antelope before it ate it. Like she was, her eyes were like, bitch, try it. And Sutton was kind of just unbothered. I mean, I think the problem was is that she didn't know where Sutton was going to go with what she was going to ask and say next. And so she didn't want to get caught up in saying something that would get her in trouble. And that's why she made it clear, I don't want to have a conversation with her because she's just going to keep digging. Like, you know what? She already knows. Like, she's got like- Why was she so nasty to Garcelle though? Because she doesn't want to look- I think because she knows Garcelle is smarter than her bullshit too. She knows- Yeah, I think she knows. I think she also knows that Garcelle and Sutton are close. So she doesn't fully trust Garcelle because of that. That's true. And that would make sense also as to why they invited Garcelle to their little like lunch thing. It was like a lunch or like a Crystal's yeah, uh, Crystal's duck and little event. Um, that would make sense as to why they invited her, but not Sutton. Maybe they wanted to corner her to see if she would talk shit about her. Exactly. And then also I think. Erica is trying to feel Crystal out also to see yeah. if she's like a safe person. Is she somebody, you know, how, how much of myself can I show this person? Because we've yet to see Crystal. I don't think Crystal's gone to her little casita yet, right? No, she has. She went there with... Um, oh, that's right. They had that whole, like, little group thing. They sat in her little, little outdoor cabana. cabana. Yeah, which yeah. I would die for, but evidently for her. It was I her just... and Lisa Rinna. And then that's, that's right. the whole conversation where they said, like, we need, like, women need to pay attention to their... To their husbands. Finances, their finances or whatever. Their, yeah. yeah, you're right. But I think, I think that's why. I think Erica's really careful with who she's around at the same time you know Mm -hmm. she doesn't want Sutton and Garcelle like she would never just go out with Sutton and Garcelle like notice when she and Sutton went to that spa not but not yeah she won't go together right because I think she knows that Sutton can be like just Sutton displayed her timid nature in response to Erica lashing out and I think I think Erica is very instinctive. I think she can sense that about people. I think she knows not to even try it with Garcelle. Yeah, that's an interesting, like, I mean, she kind of does, but then like, I don't know. I just feel like, but she wouldn't, I don't think she would do what she's doing to Sutton to Garcelle. Like if the tables were turned, I don't think she would do that. Cause I think, I think she saw at, the Rena like beauty launch party. The Garcelle can play that game if she wants. And she yeah. like has no She's problem so standing over you at the table and leaning. You know, you know, they made a point to show that angle from Garcelle like looking down at Dory. Cause you know what I mean? Cause she was sick of it. Yeah. And well, I mean, we're all sick of it, honestly. Like it was a bullshit accusation. Garcelle is not a bully. Garcelle said everything to Dorit's face that she said behind her back. You know, you just didn't say it the way that Dorit wanted to hear it. Right. Dorit just, that whole thing pissed me off. The she way was pulling for that because I don't, I don't buy any of that stuff. She just needed something in the moment to, to have. talk about. I think she just needed she had to nothing going on. on. We're still waiting for these dresses to showcase. 
Okay, so they are gorgeous though, I have to say. They're really pretty. They I said that the other night. I think they're uh, really gorgeous. Like, I think she did a really good, I think she did a really good job. Um, her fashion, that's where she shines. Every, yeah. I live for her confessional looks. I live for shit. Her Gucci look that she wore on the girls trip when Kathy was like, what are she you just, doing? Yeah, no, she does a really good job of executing she's always, Yeah, she's look. always understanding the fashion assignment. It's just, she doesn't always have to turn up the way she turns. Like at a girls trip, yeah. I'm in sweats and a tank top. I'm not putting on a see-through sequin Gucci. No, that's not happening. Not for my girlfriends. Sorry, she girls. knows we want to see her in right. Gucci. We want to see it, but like for my girlfriends, absolutely not. But I feel that um, the whole, you know, Erica going after Kyle at the reunion thing. Yeah. If that's really what she has planned, I think it could very easily backfire if Kathy is on stage. Because I think Kathy intimidates Erica to a degree. Well, yeah, because she can't say nothing to her in well, terms of like, what are you going to come at me about? I'm like, the, I have more money than all of you combined. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been there, right. done that. And she's, that's why I'm saying, I think Kathy will be, it, I think Kathy will be on the seat the whole time because she's been there pretty much every episode. I hope that they keep her out the whole time because you know with friends of it's usually just kind of a montage. yeah but she's been such a huge staple in all the episodes that would be like weird if they didn't have her out there to like talk about it honestly and she's kind of united everybody who doesn't i have yet to hear somebody be like i can't stand kathy hilton you know there's a couple people out there though stop it I saw a couple this morning and I was like floored. I'm like, you guys have the audacity to put this out on the internet? With your name on it? Did they have a profile picture? No. Oh, it's always the, well, it's always those like private accounts. I, the private accounts that have like 35 followers, no profile picture, and they come in the comment thread just to talk shit. Yes. Like one no, of No, that's the, exactly it. Yeah. But for um, the most part, she's been a fan favorite. So I would imagine they would have her stay the entire time i hope so i don't know who they would bring out as a friend of because we're almost near the end of the season so i don't really see them having like a kim richards moment but you know what though actually if you think about it last season sutton was technically she filmed it was a, yeah they kept her on the entire time That's for the reunion true. That's so they true. probably will because i mean she was kind of an integral part of these like big explosive conversations anyway so like yeah. it'd be odd to not have her perspective right i feel like i feel like hopefully they do keep her out the whole time and then it'll either throw erica off because erica could be expecting kathy to just be there for like a little montage you know little chit chat little tea on your way so but how do you feel about, I guess, Kyle and Dorit being one way behind the scenes and then another way to Erica's face? Because the way that Dorit is, again, with flying under the radar, she said verbatim, Erica's life is the diametrical opposite of what we know. Wow. 
That is a bold statement. That's basically saying, girl, you are full of act, like absolute shit. The whole okay, thing. So see, is like, I feel like I read into that the way that you just explained it and other people are not looking at it that way for some reason. But I'm like, that's what I take from that statement. Like diametrical opposite means that I'm a fraud. That, right, that you are just a complete- like nothing was real about me. Counterfeit, total fake. Like she's almost saying, I don't even know her. Yeah. I don't, she said, like, I don't know I this did. person because I I, this is I not what was presented. Like, yeah, <laughs> like everyone's doing this now. And it's like, but you're not, you're sitting at the table, like, I support you. But how are you supporting me when you just said you thought I was a fraud then? Yeah. This is where I'm wondering this. So I'm telling you what, this, this reunion is going to be intense for sure. And it better be that. Erica and Sutton are sitting close. I want to, them like they better, right yeah, yeah, yeah. They better have it that way. And then I want Dorit and Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And then I want, I want Kathy and Kyle to sit next to each other because I want Erica to be able to address. So oh like right, so that Kathy can see her. Right, because I want, when Erica's addressing Kyle to, you know, allegedly come for her, I want Kathy to be sitting there too, because Kathy's just stoic face, intimidating. Just knowing it's Kathy Hilton, like, dead-eyeing your ass, I would act right. I would be like, Miss Manners, you know? (laughs) I don't think, I think, um, oddly, I think Erica's going to do it just because she needs to... A deflection. A little bit from the story, but I think she's going to come after them all. In her own way, for sure. She's totally going to go. You know what? With Dorit, I could see Erica playing really dirty. I could see Erica bringing up, she could be like, oh, yeah, Dorit, well, your fucking tax situation right now, XYZ, out here buying all types of Louis, Hermes, you know, every luxury label you can even put your lips on that's why she's not saying much that's why Dorit's playing that game but the problem is is that it's too late we've seen you say all these other things so Eric has been watching this back this is one thing hater or not she's she's a cancer she's storing every single thing that she's watched and she watches the episode because she tweets directly after because Uh, she usually answers questions or she retweets hours after so I'm just saying like, there's no way in hell that she's not going to come after them. And I'm sorry, but like even Kyle, she's definitely going to come after Kyle because Kyle's been in- instrumental in in getting the other women to like, she's feeding lines almost to people. You're absolutely right. And you've always said that Kyle deserves- But it is her show. I mean, she, it she's the reason why we have this franchise. That is true. So she wants it to do well. So that's why I think she kind of just feeds it. Like she'll she'll put things. Do you in think she'll even go after? Gar- do you think she'll go after Garcelle? Like if we're making Erica, yeah, I think Erica will go after her in terms of like bringing it up and like like they're gonna have to go back over that. And I think she's gonna probably. They'll probably have, I'm be, I'll be shocked if they don't bring up the fact that the producers and her had an altercation because it was so. Oh, they're going to have to because Rinna, I mean, it was, it, it, everyone's yeah. talked about it at this point. And well, Rinna posted. 
media about it. So I would, I mean, that, that part, I think they'll, they'll kind of have to either Garcelle will bring it up or because Crystal is clear that she's not going to say what, I mean, they, they cut it up anyway, because they're not going to yeah. let her spill the beans. Cause it looks bad on them if they show it. True. So I, I feel if she's, if she's gonna focus on Kyle, I don't. I just don't see there being a whole lot of substance. Because Kyle, unless they're like, just trying to get Kyle is. more airtime, because it kind of brings her to the center of it at the reunion. If she and her are going at it, yeah. Then and it's I'm like, sure. oh, where did this come from? Kind of thing. I can see that being like part of the narrative. I feel like Dorit should be who she really tries to focus on. But Dorit will fight back, though. Dorit is, she'll fight back. Kyle is a little bit of a lay down. She's more of a cry, I, I'm sorry. She will, Let's but then if fight. she's pushed too much, she'll say, no, I'm sorry, but this is what, you know, she'll fight back. I think the she does, yeah, she's that. not a totally, I don't want to make it sound like it, because I love, I, I love Kyle Richards. I love, 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 love. But I just, I think that the easier target would almost be Dorit, just because Dorit has done a lot of tone deaf shit yeah this year just with you know calling garcella bully and saying the thing about you know the staff in her home uh i feel like she would be an easier target to like throw mean shit at to deflect from from all of her mess you know the pretty mess going on yeah. in the background yeah. um i think this will be rena's easiest reunion i think she will get called to the carpet for all of the questions that she asked Denise last season and mm -hmm. you know why the diametrical opposite is being done this season but like you and I said I think not only does she have does Erica have some sort of real dusty dirt on Rena but I think also there is a genuine friendship there like you it translates on screen there is a Thelma and Louise vibe. They are adorable as friends. You know, put yeah. pretend, you know, if if we can for a moment live in Utopia, just pretend that Erica isn't, you know, a thieving bitch. They're adorable. I love watching yeah, them. They have on a great camera. Friendship. I love their dynamic. So I think I think that Brenda's gonna get off easy because they're only gonna focus on Rena, why didn't you bust her up with questions? And this is what I've said to other people when, you know, because Rena, everybody loves to drag Rena, and I will come in the comments and defend because I can usually see it from where I think her point of view is. And I think that she saw what happened last season and how the viewers were like, why are you so pressed on Denise and Brandy fucking or not? Why do you care? Like, worry about yourself. And she maybe learned from it, like grow, you know, growth is possible every yeah. day. Like everybody should be growing every day, like not to be philosophical and whatnot, but it's true. And I think that Rena probably reflected on last season, saw that she was way too aggressive, mm -hmm. either completely destroyed or severely damaged her friendship with Denise. I guess only time will tell whether or not it's reparable. But I think that really that's going to be like the crux of mm -hmm. Lisa getting attacked. 
this year at the reunion because normally the Rena is in the hot seat. So I think this will be her easiest, her easiest reunion to date. I think the rest unless, of the women, unless people pull, unless people really pull her in wherever they can, the, because she I, she also said some stuff that she's not. When they were at um, Dorit's house, she mentioned a couple things that were like she did part of the situation. But it's just she did say on Watch What Happens Live though that she reflected off last season and she said yes. she didn't want to do that again. And quite frankly, she said that her and Erica were much closer friends. Than they had a closer friendship than Denise, and that her and Denise had more of like that industry friendship where it was like yeah. we were more you know each other from work. Yeah, like so that made sense to me. So I don't question that part of it like I don't question that they're not in a real authentic friendship I just think that there's there's a couple points where she could have at least pretended to like ask a fucking question right or maybe like herself show some rage like fuck Tom like fuck or something I don't know it's just weird just the whole thing she's just completely mum and it's like I get it, but like also at the same time, like what did she expect? She's filming while this is happening and you're not gonna, you didn't stop. Let's be clear, if she wanted to stop at this point, she she could have. Yeah, she, yeah, she loves it. She lives for it and you can tell she lives for it. And I live for her living for it because I live for her. So that's why I think she knows something about this because when she says at the table, this will all be behind me one day and it'll be a sweet day. Oh, that whole, like, like, you know, this is going to get cleared up and I'm going to remember the people that were with me and the ones that were against me, which was a little bit dramatic, but it means to me that she's letting people believe some of this narrative too, because it's helpful for her long term. Yeah, she's just so, I don't know, she's so, she's creepy. Like that, like that yes. statement that she made, like, I'm going to remember who, like, okay, Gotti, like, you're not in the mob, or I don't know, if I, maybe you are. This it was point. very Godfather. Like, it was so just, <laughs> I like, was just you like, don't go against the family. Right. <laughs> okay, Carmela Soprano. <laughs> we're gonna pull a gun out of your clutch next that was that was a very i just such a cringe is she's such a cringe um but i think how hard do you think before i let you get on with your day how hard do you think andy's gonna go on erica because she's not one of his you know lap dogs no you know i think he's gonna go I think he knows that he has to not like tiptoe around her. I think he knows that based on the feedback from when he asked people for their questions, that people were making it clear, like, don't ask these fluffy surface questions that we already got the answers to in the episodes. Like ask real questions about the holes or why did it, why did you initially say this? That doesn't exist. Like this is a, this is an easy one. And Garcelle can probably ask this question. When she was with her, just 
maybe three weeks prior and Garcelle straight up asked her about, did she know of another woman? And she was just like, no. Oh. And then then said that she'd had all these text messages. From like 19, 19, 1997? So like, why would you lie to her? But then, so you're just going around giving a different story to people. So then it's confused. So that draws more attention to it. So I think like everyone needs to have their turn with her because she kind of shut people down a lot. And I thought it was a little bit like, like if I was in a situation like that and we were all filming like a show and this person is in our group and this stuff keeps happening and the press keeps coming, I would be alarmed as well. I'm sorry, like if my name was com oh, combined, not like saying I did it, but saying I'm a part of this group, oh. I would want to ask questions. I agreed with that statement when she said, we just want a little bit of reassurance. Maybe to you, you don't think this is a big deal to any of us because maybe from your side, you you see it for what it is but we don't, but you get mad when we're, like some of the stuff that's just triggering her is not stuff that should trigger someone in a, in a situation. And especially the queen of diamonds, you know, like the ice queen, you know, nothing's tougher than me. Girl, you're getting awfully triggered, awfully quick about some real petty shit. So I think, I think like you and I have talked about also, I think all of these confusing ass stories are just out there to confuse potential jurors because everybody's mm -hmm. a potential juror. And a lot of people are tuning in, even people who don't watch Housewives. They're like, oh my God, the Aaron Brockovich girl, I love that movie. So they're watching mm -hmm. this season and they're like, holy crap, like this is so intense. So, but they're getting all these convoluted stories, all these stories in the press that are coming out the you know ronald richardson just being the actual most with like you said that you know i was gonna ask him, like I, was gonna, I was gonna invite him to get on my podcast but i don't even want to because he he plays dirty it seems because just looking at this whole like no filter with zach peter situation i'm like this is gross like you not only publicly tweeting things about this blogger, essentially, right. you're DMing him at the same time with all these like, like additional, yeah, like what is going on? I told you, I think this is his career, like the pinnacle of his career, his hobby. I think he sits at home just like us watching reality shows, judging people. He's getting sucked in. Oh my God, yes. And he is totally absorbed in the Bravo cult. But <laughs> <laughs> like no that's what happened show. I think I think he's like I want I think he wants to be a housewife like all of yeah. us no like, so also, Erica like we could date after this because then I could be on the show we could let bygones be bygones he's not a very good he's not a very good looking guy uh well I mean is Tom Girardi though honestly he looks he's, great I think Tom Girardi is a better looking guy than this Ronald Richards guy Tom Girardi looks like my thumb after I've been in the pool for too long. No, sweetie. At least you can cuddle him at, and, and he's like a teddy bear. I was going to say you have to be the big spoon, but I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, I need to send you a picture of Ronald Richards so you understand how gross he looks. Oh, he's disgusting. I've seen the photos of him. I mean, I, I he should... never has his camera on in the, um, in the interviews. Disgusting. That's really mean. I take that back. He's not my cup of tea. He's not somebody I would turn my head at, you know, twice. And then coupled with the fact that he's a stage five clinger, borderline stalker, 
It's a no for me. It's dog. almost like he asked Erica out on a date or something and she said no and he got pissed off. Right. And now he's like trying to ruin her. And I mean, it's not even about the victims for him. He's literally just trying to take her down. Because it's even with this like thing that you brought up today, it's like, oh, you're going to get like, you're going to walk away with a big check for just basically like un- oh, bringing things to light. He's talking to publishing companies about a book or some shit too. Oh, no, he he's is probably going to do. I bet you money he's going to do like an interview with like Dateline or something. Right. I bet you someone's going to give him. Karma will come back around, and he'll be in the position where people are asking, "Well, now that you've got all this money from your book deal and you got forty percent of the payout, are you going to help the victim since Erica Jane can't?" And he's going to be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to the Maldives on my PJ. Bye." No, he's got two offices to pay for, and he's going to say that he's got all these people. He's got to pay for this, that, and the other. Yeah, the expenditures from, you know, the legal cases and X, Y, and Z. I don't know. Maybe he does the right thing. We could be totally fucking wrong. I'm just saying, based on what I've seen, him going after the housewives, him now going after Zach from Just Plain Zach. And, like, that was very aggressive. I actually felt really bad for Zach because we all know that putting ourselves out here like this you're welcoming the trolls your feet your bread crumbing bored people who have nothing better to do with their lives than either try and start shit with you in a comment thread or dm you with some wild off color you know like veiled threat type thing so you know and you and i have experienced that and we're all the time nobody's obviously 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 hello you're all listening to us right now (laughs) clearly we're not nobodies but we're definitely not playing on the same field as them and we get you know well people are just like friends talk shit about you know like who does she think she is like she Mm -hmm. do this like da 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 and it's like yes I think I can do this and I'm sorry that you're still selling Rodan and Fields or, you know, essential oils or whatever it is you're doing. Everybody has to get their hustle. You should do whatever makes you happy. If essential oils are your thing, girl, sell those oils. I live for an essential oil. I've probably purchased some from you, but also please don't DM me because I'm not interested. Um, I just think people get too, I think people just get invested too much in what other people are doing. Yeah. I don't, if someone, I don't know, if someone's doing something new that they're sharing, I don't stop and be like, what are they doing? Like, I just go, oh, that's cool. That looks fun. Or that's fun for you. Like, it looks, you know, like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, I've never been that type of person that like, when someone's doing something in whatever way to express themselves, it doesn't register to me to be like, investigate what makes you so cool that you think you can do that kind of stuff like or I don't know it's just weird and I I always get weirded out when people react that way to people's content or whatever right and I think that's a big part of why you and I have always had such a cohesive and just oddly understanding relationship is because you and I are both creative Mm -hmm. we're both ambitious with putting ourselves out there and It took us a while to finally do it. I mean, I've been talking about this podcast for how long? And thank God for Kathy Hilton dropping, you know, who's hunky-dory. You know, I came up with everything's hunky-dory just because it's a bullshit lie that grown-ups tell themselves every day. It's like, 
oh, everything's hunky-dory, it's fine, when really you're like, my life's a fucking mess behind the scenes, but we don't need to talk about that. In public, everything's hunky-dory. So yeah. I think that it's just like a weird thing that people do when you're, especially, you know, we're in our late 30s now, so people are, you know, kind of probably like, girl, like the bus left the station. And it's like, no, it didn't. I'm here to do what I want to do. If you don't like it, well, obviously, if you don't like this episode, you're probably not tuning back in. I don't know. I hope you do tune back in because this is the first episode. So give me a little bit of grace. But I think that it's important to just encourage people to do what makes them happy. Mm-hmm. And what kind of satisfies them. And if they have a dream, chase it doesn't matter if you're 37 57 do it girl just do it but don't hate on other people so this is not a place where we hate i mean we talk shit and throw shade but it's fun shade it's, yeah, not, it's fun it's not yeah, in- this is all in jest none of this is like mean girl like super regina georgie like we might be a little regina e come on but not you know we're like, not for like just like i always say it's for entertainment purposes it's not it's not because I'm mean spirited and I want this person because I don't want the I don't want anything I don't want the worst for Erica or any of them. I get it. A lot of this is 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 edited in a way to obviously make it of controversial course. and make it so salacious, right? And I know it's it's a big thing, but like people, I think to your earlier point, I think people get sucked into these people's lives on TV because this is not their whole life. Yeah. They're not showing us every minute detail of their day to day. So we're seeing what they feel like putting out. And I think people get invested in that to the point where they want people like they're sending death threats. That's just why it's just just like wild to me. It's like, what do you do? Like, how are you, reasoning with this like, like you thumb away at your keyboard and like, actually hit send on that and then think that that person's not now you've put that out in the universe like it's just weird to me that people do stuff like that are it's creepy but i mean i guess it comes with the territory so and as they say haters are usually fans in disguise yeah they're so, just looking for attention yeah and if they're talking about you you know, Brandy Glanville said it. I mean, at least they're talking about you, you know? So. Yeah, I mean, all press is Hopefully it's a positive light, but you're always going to catch some kind of criticism or some kind of who the hell does she think she is. It's like, I think I'm Shannon. I think I started a podcast called Everything's Hunky Dory. And I think Mm -hmm. I have the potential to go places. And I think that I'm just going to have a good time doing it and kiki with my friends and ideally have a bigger following. So before I let you go, can you tell everybody where they can find you again one more time? Yeah, I'm on, on TikTok. I'm at Giorgio Says, um, which is the same on Instagram. And then you can also find my podcast, Giorgio Says, on all streaming platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome, guys. Make sure you tune in. Thank you so much, Giorgio, for joining me today. And I cannot wait to do this again. And I can't wait to see what happens after the reunion films next or this Friday. It's going to be intense. But thanks for having me. I'm so excited for you. Thank you, love. Love you. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Matt.
Come here, please. How do I, so do I go to stop recording? Yep. So hit the stop button. Hit the stop button.